Well, hello and welcome again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor of Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today we are going to jump into Matthew chapter 3. In conjunction with our Bible reading plan, today we are in the third chapter of Matthew. And so we've seen up to this point the the theme of fulfillment be just kind of like broadcasted by Matthew as he's making the point that Jesus is indeed the fulfillment of the promise that there would be a new king of the Jews from the line of David. Jesus is the messianic king. And we've seen in the the genealogy and in the birth narrative, we've seen in all the prophecies yesterday that were fulfilled in Christ. And then as Jesus and his family fled and then returned. And now today we're going to see uh, the John the Baptist come and start to proclaim um, this, this good news about Christ. But we're also going to see Jesus's own baptism. Now, uh, what I want to focus in on is a word that is repeated numerous times in Matthew chapter 3. And it's the word repent or repentance. It's this idea of turning away from or turning around or or really this idea of changing our mind, changing the way we think and ultimately changing the way we live because because of the message of the gospel. And so if you just were to glance over Matthew chapter three, you'd see in verse two, John says, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now, John's making the connection that repentance is needed for entry into the kingdom of heaven. And the kingdom of the heaven being at hand is really, it's because of the presence of Jesus Christ. And then you get to verse six. It says, people were coming to John uh, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan. And look at this. It says, they were confessing their sins. You see confession of sins and, and repentance, that they go hand in hand because, you know, when we repent, what are we doing? But we're, we're saying, hey, I've been living incorrectly. I have been living outside of God's character, outside of God's will, outside of God's design. I have I have missed the mark. I am now confessing in my repentance, in my turning away from what's evil and turning toward God. I am confessing that I was I was wrong. I was living an evil life. And so this is what people are doing. They are coming and they are repenting, and in their repentance, they're confessing that they have sinned. Verse seven, the next verse, seven and eight says, uh, but when he, John, saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, listen to this, you brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Look at verse eight, bear fruit in keeping with repentance. So, so what's going on here? Well, you have these religious leaders and they seem to be coming and they're coming for this baptism of repentance, but it's, it's external. It's them going through the motions, them putting on a show, them saying, oh, look, we're doing the, the new cool religious thing so we can fit in and we can maintain our spiritual authority or popularity. And this repulses John. John doesn't want any of this. He says, hey, listen, you're a brood of vipers. You're, you're a pit of snakes. You, you are not godly at all. He says, here's what you need to do. Don't just go through the externals, but bear fruit. Live a life of repentance. Live a life of repentance. Don't just go through the motions saying, oh, I'm repenting, but, but change. Change the way you think. Change the way you act. Turn away from your sin of, of pride or of arrogance or of lust or of greed or of anger or of hate. Turn away from your pride or, or whatever sin it is 
bear fruit, keeping with repentance. There's that word again. Verse 11, uh, John is having Jesus coming, uh, or expecting Jesus to come. And he's proclaiming this Jesus is going to come. And so he says this, he says, I baptize you to the crowd. I baptize you with water for repentance. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. So, so John recognizes his baptism is a, re, a baptism really of preparation of repentance, but there's one who's coming who is the actual Messiah. John doesn't make the claim to be the Messiah. He is the forerunner. He is preparing the way. And so he says, I'm baptizing you with a baptism of repentance with water. But, but when Jesus comes, he is going to baptize with, with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Now, this is sometimes a debated idea, but really what Jesus, what John's saying is Jesus is going to baptize everyone, and it's either going to be with the baptism of the Holy Spirit when you receive the Spirit, when you're sealed with the Spirit, when you believe in his gospel of the death and resurrection, or he'll, he'll baptize you with fire. This is judgment. Um, this is not a pleasant baptism. If, if you're not baptized with the Spirit, you will be baptized with judgment. And so Jesus is, he's going to come and he's going to, he's going to call us to trust in him and and everyone's going to be baptized one way or the other, either with the spirit, when we trust him in faith and repentance or with, with judgment, when we remain in our sin and we, we don't repent and trust in him. Um, and so this is, um, I guess our short devotion today, what I really want to focus on later, it goes and it talks about Jesus coming for baptism and Jesus being baptized by John, not because Jesus is repenting, but it's to fulfill all righteousness. But but what I really want to focus here is on this idea of repentance, t- turning away from our sin. You know, sometimes in, in, in the church, we, we, we're believers in Christ, but in time, we maybe we grow um, lax in our battle against sin. It can be easy for us to start to maybe compromise in little ways and let little sin kind of be part of our life. And and without realizing it, maybe we've gone a ways down the road of embracing sin. And uh, and maybe we get to the spot where we're saying, you know, I'm a Christian and so I, I've got to maintain this persona. And uh, And so... Maybe it's far from our mind saying we need to repent, but you know, Martin Luther, Luther, he actually said all of life is a life of, all the Christian life is a life of repentance. And so I want to just sit here and remind us, you know, where we are right now, whether you're doing really good in your walk with the Lord, whether you're struggling deeply, uh, wherever you are, there's always a continued life of repentance for us. There's always a a moment where we have to change the way we think and say, you know what, I'm thinking about this issue incorrectly. I'm living this way incorrectly. The gospel is informing me to to follow Christ, which means I'm I'm going to live a different life. And so I I want to encourage you to maybe do some self-examination. Maybe ask yourself, or, or maybe even ask the Lord. Say, Lord, would you reveal to me Anything in my life that's not pleasing to you? Would you reveal to me anything in the way I think that is not in line with how you want me to think? Would you begin to change me? Help me to have my mind changed. Help me to repent. Help me to have my life changed. Help me to have a moral U-turn so I can walk a different path, a, a different kind of life. And 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 really, I want to just call you, as I call myself, to, to repent. Whatever is evil, whatever is ungodly in your life, would you 
Would you turn away from it? Turn your back on that and flee, run, run to Jesus. Run to his grace and his mercy. Run to his goodness and forgiveness. Run to Jesus who cares and who loves. Run to Jesus who died and rose again. That's really our our message today is, is a message of coming to Christ in repentance, not in, not in pride, not saying oh, I, I've got this spiritual thing figured out, but coming to Christ over and over again, confessing our sins, confessing our weakness, confessing our struggles, repenting, and as we do, finding his grace and mercy once again.